Did y'all see Regina King on the red carpet in that black and white dress and her cute dog in the back? Jackie, I'm jealous of you. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black O'Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Ozark. This is season one, episode three, My Dripping Sleep, written by Ryan Farley, directed by Daniel Sackett. Sackheim, who worked on The Americans and The Walking Dead. I give this episode a 9.7 out of 10. Very nice character-driven type of episode, which I usually really enjoy. They did a lot of great work with the camera and directing. So, of course, those are the things that will, in slower-paced episodes, titillate me. And I do like that we're starting to get to know these characters more so and what motivates them. I love the aerial shot very pretty and picturesque of the the lake the ozarks and then you have the youngest bird member jonah sitting in a armchair watching the vulture circling him and you just know that this kid's entire world has shifted on its axis and he's learning as we all do but he's too damn young to cope with that we are very vulnerable creatures out here in this world but for him it's just not that his very family are the vultures and i'm guessing many more are going to be attracted to this pack or to pecking as you will especially considering what they do it's a very visual brilliant type of scene marty is definitely the constant karen of all situations never not pushing his complaint until he either gets what he wants or is probably punched in the face he's got a lot of entitlement is all i'm saying and i understand this approach may work with convicts and maybe other people of your same color however other people who aren't being paid enough to give a shit that your furniture was supposed to be put in your house not me coming in your house and removing furniture so thus i'm not going to give you more work than you paid for and you think bullying me is going to get me to do that wendy is upset that they forgot the chest she made for charlotte he tells her how is that a priority get out of here you meanie the driver and that's the funny part the the man that's you know just really there to get a paycheck and that's barely minimum wage like i don't not in control of your orders or what goes where i just show the fuck up with this truck i am manual labor i am a grunt and he still maintains his professionalism saying here ma'am this is where you can file a claim he could have said fuck you you go call whomever call the company i'm not dealing with it but he's more like have a nice day i heard what you said i heard what you had to say and now i'm moving the fuck on did charlotte really just call her parents by their first names the way in which they display the same type of characteristics in caucasian upper middle class families in america you just know that this is probably very authentic to the relationship between parents and their children and there's just a fundamental difference between that and every other family that would never allow for their children to call them by their first name let it happen there would be immediate repercussions if not a backhand if you're not into slapping your children then you definitely would at least go ahead and because i'm not at this point i'm not about to be tussling with my daughter as a teenager what kind of shit does that look like no i'm gonna take all the shit i pay for and then have your ass looking crazy what am i supposed to do apparently read because that's the only thing you're allowed to do otherwise stare into the wall and think about your actions the next time and maybe this will be something that will stop you from doing that dumbass thing i just told you not to do and this will be one of those times in which you would have all your privileges taken for 24 to 48 hours because i know you didn't even think that it was okay to call me by my first name and also i can't relate to many of these caucasian children on tv like even try to be empathetic on seeing things from their point of view because all black children at this point have had trauma (laughs) in their life 
though it may not be as horrible as old man river heading out nude with his oxygen tank we have all at least had to talk about being black in america and how the police are not your friends <laughs> the actions in which you need to cultivate your behavior so that you can stay alive that has happened by the time you've been 10 so 15 year old charlotte talking about oh my god my pistachio ice cream that's not something i'm going to relate to like shut the fuck up i wouldn't even have put that much effort into it marty is also not pleased that she wendy has revealed the truth to the children as far as i'm concerned until you are 18 years old you are on a need to know basis everything that goes on in my life is a need to know basis i don't feel the need for any of y'all to know what i how i make my money y'all asses didn't care how you were spending it so don't worry about how it's coming in the house you still asking for shit out of your damn mouth i can straight miss me with that whole kids deserve to no they don't they really they de- you know what they deserve from me emotional stability a roof over their head food in their bellies clothes on their body and a relatively stressless life to the best of my ability to do so within my control and if some words of wisdom are tossed in your way you need to gobble them up because at 18 nobody sees you as a child anymore no you gotta go out there and do your own thing and if i've done my job right you not so damn shell-shocked and unprepared because i can only hold your hand so far and i know he did not ask some kids to help them move that furniture grab a box and their asses is still sitting there i'm about to whip somebody's ass oh i'm about to whip somebody's ass see these are things that would not slide you would not be laying talking about i'm comfortable over here and i have to ask you twice oh no oh no 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 <laughs> that phone would have been so out of your hand i'm like guess who doesn't have uh self-service anymore i tell my daughter all the time if you didn't pay for it it ain't yours and then what's with this please bullshit as charlotte asks what wendy's job is because he tells them the kids are going to put up the rest of the furniture or their boxes in their room and wendy's job is to get groceries marty tells them if they don't like their job they can go get a real one and contribute and that if anyone asks they just bought a new resort called the blue cat and then jonah asks is your cartel after us and he says not my cartel buddy and no then lies once again when he asks or when charlotte asks how long we're gonna be here oh just a few months this is why jonah had to go do some www dot tell me the truth.com charlotte wants to know why wendy told them and when she tells her she's too smart for bullshit wendy that is and that they needed to know the situation charlotte is like so if you know that then why did you try to bullshit me because you did that turn us against marty over here with a family like this no wonder jonah feels like he is surrounded by vultures charlotte wants to go stay with a friend but both of them say no as her mother drinks every day and then when jonah asks more questions like so you really do launder money he says i'm helping people get their money back into the bank so that they can pay their taxes why the fuck you lying why you always lying Mm, oh my god stop fucking lying always lying in 2.2 seconds charlotte gets a job interview and she tells her mom technology comes with a lot of benefits called instant posting and instant response plus y'all in the boonies like hiring teenagers seems like that is very much what they do for anyone to have work around here because the adults need all the help that they can get then she asks charlotte her mom for some organic pistachio ice cream which sounds absolutely disgusting and it looked like it was kind of a ploy to get back on her good side like this is what you can do to make it up to me almost i would not allow my child to be that fucking thin though i'm like organic no you're getting full fat 
ice cream, ma'am, because you need something on your ribs. There's nothing else there. Then Marty says whining is not going to help, so suck it up. And that's his pep talk. The FBI are watching that Roy guy, which we learn a little bit more about. Interesting character, that guy. Roof locks up the money, the 20000 because Boyd and Pops Russ are very frivolous with their cash as they've already spent $9,000. Was it $9,900 on Jack Daniels and fireworks? Boyd is definitely challenging a lot more, but russ says this is a good plan because of all of the tourists they're not going to want to go out to obtain fireworks so they'll pay double or triple for the ones that they've already purchased themselves and then she says well what about the booze and it's clear they cannot uh explain that and they are able to be put in their place by miss ruth because of some incident that happened with her father which boy brings up and he's like there should be a statue of limitations and i wondered if it was anything to do with a molestation she's a very young looking pretty girl but then i remember that said what he did to us or something of that matter i don't know but i kind of like her actually i like her a lot when you're born that poor and that helpless hustling is a matter of staying in the muck or rising above it and clearly she is in a man's world and a lot of idiots surround her thus she needs to be the brains of the operation but no one allows her that power and she also seems to care about these people despite how ridiculously dumb they are at the blue cat when marty talks business strategy it's clear it's like a drug to him to rachel because she's like are you high because your eyes look like they're high uh either he's just really tired or he does get a dopamine hit every time he talks business then you have roy coming in to check out the blue cat as a customer wendy feels like she's being followed and due to her past actions probably is as she heads to the grocery store roof demands a job for marty since she got fired from the hotel but he's like that's what you get when you break into someone's room and steal their money when that doesn't work trying to make him feel guilty she goes to the blackmail saying that you know things could go really bad for you she keeps trying to threaten him but i don't think she fully comprehends that he's seen some shit in things despite his very polyester kind of look and i think eventually she will learn that she should have probably learned that when he walked into a room full of people by himself with no weapon and managed to walk away with seven million dollars minus twenty thousand or eight million however much less because i can't do math don't even ask me i love instead of being mad that she really is trying to hem him up like this he takes a minute to think then takes her to the bank makes her an accomplice to his money laundering business if she tries to fuck him over and go to the cops he or she will be screwed as well then he says if you want to wash dishes at minimum wage have at it i'm just trying to protect myself from the feds on the radio i think there's something of importance i don't know why i wrote it down because anytime people seem to be injured that indicates something else is going on but a henry bullock was injured when his boat struck a commercial dock and he was sent to the hospital via ambulance as she is driving wendy she sees a sign that says thank your mom for choosing life while this place is a republican heaven wendy saying i'm gonna fucking kill myself like girl same she may be caucasian but she ain't bleach marty tells charlotte to go easy on mom when he takes her to the job interview while simultaneously saying that mom should have taken her to said job interview he tells her way too late that she needs to stop with the first name basis crap and she tells him i'm angry at you too not just at mom but what she did was wrong and knows that he's got dirt on her to poison the kids against her he does not take the obvious bait to share the dirt and sends her into the interview that she absolutely uh blows once she spots wyatt because she goes out and punches him 
I kind of would have too. I would have saw Red. He threw me out of a fucking boat and then assisted making me look a fool in front of my parents. Yeah, I might have pushed him or punched him in the face. And it's not like she probably can't get another job in 2.2 seconds. Like it feels as if a lot of people are hiring. When Marty came in and Jonah slammed that laptop, I was immediately brought back to that Rick and Morty episode where he was like, uh, uh, you need to knock before you come in here, dad. You, you know, I'm, I'm a teenager. I, I got a laptop. You can come in here one day. Things, things should get be weird. You know, <laughs> you're, 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 you're playing with fire, but he's not watching porn. No, it's much worse. He is watching the very violent activities of the Navarro cartel wendy loves her children and is concerned with their welfare which is why she shouldn't have told them in the first place that they were in danger this is all your spiteful behavior then she is upset about charlotte giving her the cold shoulder especially since she came back without her ice cream but marty is dealing with the fact that the blue cat isn't going to cut it for the money laundering and wants her to shut the fuck up so he can think he had to go ahead and leave the whole entire room he looks like he is so over his marriage like i'm here i'm doing what i need to do but this really is a business just like any other and i have to put more time in one business versus the other business he is so tuned out on everything she be talking about (laughs) and then the way he be staring at her when she be snoring he is so over it and i would be too after 20 fucking years it's a long ass time to just be with one person i don't know about all that i know it's done i'm sure that will happen to me at some point i'm still young however at this point in time i cannot relate russ and boyd come home to their trailer park to three and wyatt they ask what happened to wyatt and three says he got hit by a girl those two kids should not be drinking but russ doesn't seem to care the father and russ won't let boyd fuck with his kids he says i do not approve of hitting women so that's uh some interesting things about a a fairly you know um rough kind of guy and he ends up instigating the fight with boy the kids leave roof joins wyatt on top of his roof because of the fighting going on in the home three also likes to get down in these wrestling matches but currently he is passed out while uh, wyatt is reading wyatt is someone who probably wants more out of life than (laughs) what is given to him he wants to go away he's not as connected to the family but roof seems to be much more connected to the family and wants him to stay she also tells him that we're the smart ones and that that is a blessing and i'm like no it could be a curse to be emotionally intelligent in a world that is not it could be a very exhausting experience very depressing experience this is no way in which one should want or have to live their life marty daydreams that sarah mclaughlin is dragging his ass for filth for not taking care of animals kind of a reflection of maybe his family when he hears buddy almost coughing to death and does absolutely nothing to assist him i would have to i'm like is he dead yet please be dead is this the moment it's not okay in the morning wendy sees vultures eating a dead carcass outside and doesn't understand how marty didn't hear this shit in the yard going on and concludes it was deliberately left marty has seen a lot of death so he is very undeterred by all of this agent trevor rolls up and tells them about ruse's disappearance him and his girlfriend and then when wendy joins them he puts all the cards on the table saying yeah i know that you're involved with the cartel i know that bruce and his girlfriend are probably in acid right now or have been dissolved in acid that these people are very dangerous you need to tell us what you know they he offers witness protection but they stick to their story that they had an opportunity and then he says well you should know that bruce was working for us and this definitely hurts marty because this is the second person that he has loved in his life that has betrayed him 
and he even says as much just he's taking so much risk for the lack of loyalty and both people put his kids in danger including the mother of those children mainly because she thought she and those children were not on the hook and that it would be her husband who would go down for it which is really basically saying i wish you dead so him looking over her when she's snoring and he can't get no sleep i i feel that at work he has to defend his choice to hire ruth uh who has a very shit eating grin on her face and needs to stop antagonizing people and then is met by the strip club owner bobby dean who likes to rub it in his face like oh yeah you're gonna do something with this he is not impressed wendy is in a desperate pursuit of this ice cream has driven an hour and a half to the supermarket to be told they don't have it and goes absolutely batshit crazy on a teenager i think that wendy is really jealous of the relationship between charlotte and her father and she wants to do everything she can to ingratiate herself further (laughs) but also she can't help but want to separate the two in the process roy is cold as ice man this scene when trevor reports in that the birds were a unified front and doesn't agree with the tactic of confronting them but roy has a plan for that he's like if they see us coming from the front they won't see us coming from the back then he tells trevor that taking off those shoes is rather presumptuous and trevor says i was gonna stay and then roy said like i said presumptuous when trevor gets butthurt about this but still wants to see him for breakfast he is further uh humiliated with the knife twisting in his gut saying that you are an fbi agent you are also black (laughs) and you're the only black man in a suit for like 300 miles I'm not going to eat breakfast just to make my ex-boyfriend feel more secure. He calls him a sociopath and then leaves. But you knew that, Trevor, when you met him and that's what turned you on in the beginning of your relationship and then you caught them feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. Wendy is out here hosing and Lysoling down that driveway when marty comes home to ask about her day because she says she's had a shitty one then sits down not to listen to it maybe as it feels rather benign to what he's got to go through she does say that she's responsible for the mess that they're in and doesn't want to be the victim but marty has sleep deprivation and has to repeat himself several times because he is just not here in reality while the langmore kids after uh, Wyatt was punched decide to drive by in their boat and flip them off and then she says they're trying to intimidate us like you little shits have no idea the week we've had the bodies we've seen hit the pavement Wendy then tries to get a job fixing up uh, the derelict houses that Sam represents or are trying to sell but he tells her his mom is very territorial marty can't sleep since wendy horribly snores so he goes back into the living room and turns off the tv when he sees sarah mclaughlin (laughs) and decides to go for some fresh air on his boat he can't sleep until he solves the riddle of how to wash more money and i think he's able to sleep at the end of the episode because he has an idea of how to do that he's even talking to dead friend bruce love how they showcase the side effects of sleep deprivation and then he's also hearing uh, the song that tuck was playing over and over like i hate when you can't get a song out of your head and then you hate that song in the am he hears and investigates what sounds like an actual (laughs) boat church okay that's one way to have church and the morning he crosses paths with buddy who calls him out on not checking on him when he was clearly aspirating a lung and marty's face said well i'll care about that when you care to put some damn clothes on wendy doesn't take no for an answer with sam and seeing that she's already got clientele 
in less than 24 hours uh realizes that his mom is going to be super pissed because the instant approval you cannot deny ruth really does need the job as we see her eating leftovers and the dishes that's just gross but it's busted by tuck who tells her you're pretty and then she says do you listen to hip-hop no but i will tuck came in with some straight up game rachel is loving all the improvements around the blue cat they even have a new sign business is also improving due to these changes and when she's not super excited the way he thought she would be because she clearly is still thinking if this is a good idea or not she's questioning it because this is a lot and she tells him do not get my hopes up wendy sees vultures once again in her yard eating a possum while talking to linda on the phone and she has had enough driving her minivan to the long wars lang wars while wyatt is on the roof then straight up slingshots that bitch right up on that roof next to him telling him you fuck with charlotte or drive by my house next time it's gonna be you that the vultures are gonna be eating peace up eight town i won't lie i rather liked her at that moment it felt very authentic to my nature so we would have fist bumped she gets to have her one moment of glory only to come back home to an ungrateful ass charlotte talking about it's melted bitch put it in the freezer and then it won't be because that's how melted to solids work marty knows it's not enough and it's wendy's turn to tune everything he's saying out when he says i need to become someone else and make some changes her undressing gives him an idea and he goes to the strip club not for a dance but to get information on the boss while roy is getting a blowjob he is after all affected by his ex's last words of calling him a sociopath saying i'm not a drone operator killing people from afar while casually having lunch you know that's not me he gets off rather forcibly into that dude's mouth and then he tells him you've got issues and he says so i've been told him having this conversation way after trevor leaving shows that he is not as unaffected as he pretends to be or probably wants to be I like the open and closed door transition as ruth comes home to find that they've broken the lock and taken the money russ and boyd have bought bobcats to profit except it's two females you're so dumb you are really dumb for real she makes these two idiots get in the cage and stay there all night at gunpoint because they never think they did not think she had a plan and she tells them what the plan is i'm going to learn to launder money from martin and then i'm going to kill him and they say that's a solid plan maybe i should have had faith in that instead of trying to go off on my own basically if she knows the laundering business and she has the eight million dollars she can just launder that money for the cartel and take uh marty's spot and this is very much how people take other people's business in the money money laundering aspect of things it's about who can wash the money and get it done but i don't think she like she has all of the potential but she also has a little bit of a soft spot when it comes to her family and she needs to cut the dead weight if she's going to hustle she's gonna have to hustle all the way and make sure that what she gets isn't taken away as soon as she goes home marty ends the episode um coming to talk to his daughter or his daughter comes to talk to him charlotte and he tells her i'm doing everything i can to make it right and she's like i know and he falls asleep on her and then she tucks daddy in and that's how we kind of end the episode actually ruth ended it but you know i left it with marty i think it's interesting to see what happens next because you know people have different intentions and the thing about money is it shifts loyalties very quickly and i think with a family like the langmores it's going to be 
the person that has ambition and right now it's ruth but it also could be wyatt he could decide you know what i really want to get away from here and maybe he'll turn on his family i don't know but i think that they're setting up two families for a reason to follow them and their journey and i'm curious to see where it will go and i guess that's the perfect segue for feedback Christina, it's Mimi sending in feedback for Old Sark. This is season one, episode three. Um, I want to start by saying, like, I guess I didn't hate her a hundred percent during this entire episode, but Charlotte need her ass whooped. Calling her parents Marty and Wendy. Like, I understand your mom. You saw right through what she did. Like, I I felt that. Like, she was, like, she wants us to believe that she told the kids about what Marty really did because she wanted to not feed them bullshit because they're so smart and they would see through it. I don't believe that for a second. I think Charlotte hit the nail right on the head when she said her mother wanted them to be mad at her dad. Like, that's clearly what she did. So I appreciate her saying that, but... The way they just let her get away with being that little bitch of a little girl, like, it pisses me off. Like, and even still, like, even me being petty to my daughter, for her to call me, like, Wendy, like, look, Heffa, you need to stop. Like, you can be mad all you want to. You can bop around here. Give me the cold shoulder. Ignore me. But you're not going to be disrespecting me. Like, no. Not when this shit is the way that it is like I have too much other important things to be stressed out about your raggedy ass and stinking ass attitude is is not gonna be accepted I'm sorry like even when Marty told her okay you have to stop that the way he just he's like that's why I hate to say it but this is why white kids act the way they do is because y'all don't give them boundaries like she is 15 right now and you let her act like this like you think that when she gets 17 or 16 or when she's doing something extremely bad like dating a like a 30 year old man she gonna listen to you why should she you ain't get you didn't let her you didn't give her boundaries when she was younger why should she have boundaries now that she's 17 years old or you know 18 and she's still living in your house treating you like garbage like no absolutely not i'm sorry like 15 year olds do not have the authority to just run shit and the way your mom is running around this entire uh state looking for some damn pistachio ice cream first of all who eats fucking pistachio ice cream butter pecan is where it's at you're a loser if you're gonna if you're gonna eat ice cream with nuts in it and you pick pistachio like i don't even think i honestly can't even say that i've seen that at a grocery store i don't think it's a very common sign and if we're to be organic bitch you're gonna get whatever the hell i get you don't don't if it's all i got is vanilla at the store i go to that's the ice cream gonna be in the house i am not about to drive all over missouri looking for some organic pistachio ice cream and then she had the audacity to complain when it was melted it's ice cream and i just literally drove to this raggedy boy's house to threaten him because he's fucking with us because of you side note like why couldn't charlotte finish the interview with the guy then go outside and punch old dude in the face like why you have to you really think you're gonna excuse yourself from an interview and come back and get the job she clearly didn't even try because she just got hopped her little simple ass back in your dad's car why you waste my time driving you here if you don't want the damn job if you're not even gonna try like don't don't waste my time that's enough about charlotte and her needing an ass whooping and then let's talk about their son I, i can't remember his name but that little boy I really thought he was looking at porn but then when I saw what he was really looking at I was like damn I wish it was porn (laughs) that was like who googles cartel stuff like that that's some stuff you could never unsee like why is this boy looking at stuff like that it's terrible he's just gonna be in his room 
silently terrified for God knows how long because his dad is too busy trying to wash eight million dollars to notice that something is truly wrong with their with him and then their mom is so blinded by her own stupidity and worried about the wrong things that she's not going to notice that the poor baby boy is struggling too like he is clearly not going to be okay i could see this coming from miles away googling cartel stuff like i i seriously can understand why wendy would tell charlotte about the money laundering because this bitch needs to know what she did and why her leaving to go joyride on some boys that she thought was rich that owned a boat go joyride with him wasn't like important now you need to understand what you really did we gave you one job and you selfishly dismissed it because you didn't think it was important now you need to know what we're up against like that's what she needed to know and i feel like that should have been what their parents should have done from the beginning like once she literally left and got herself in trouble and got their money stolen this is what she needs to know but why tell the little boy like he is clearly he he's not he's not handling this very well and i feel bad i'm just sad to see what's gonna happen because i know he's not handling this right um it's it's gonna it's gonna mess him up okay now we can talk about marty so i guess i i still like i just can't comprehend how he's supposed to wash this money um I don't know how it's supposed to work like I clearly understand that the business needs to look like it's somewhat successful um, and I guess he doesn't have the kind of money and the the means and the pull to like create his own like I was thinking like a casino or something like they have all that 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 water like lake area having like a place where people can drink and gamble sounds like a good idea but I guess that would require a lot of building and um free money and like he would have to get licenses and whatnot and he clearly doesn't have that kind of time but i just can't comprehend how he is supposed to turn a property into a money laundering business but i guess that's probably why not anyone could just do it like it takes a person that's good with numbers to be able to launder money and i'm definitely not that um but I don't know why I feel like they're trying to make us think that the bartender or not bartender she's the bar owner has a thing for Marty the way she keeps giving him looks I was like I don't know if that's just the actress's like acting choices or if it's scripted in there but and I could easily be making that up because I remember when I thought that Monica was giving looks to Jim Holden and Christina dragged me talking about she is not looking at him like that I thought I saw it clearly I did not it was just me because Shy never brought it up either but I I saw looks and I think I'd be imagining stuff apparently so I could be just making that up in my mind it's absolutely possible but like just her drinking from her coffee cup and looking up at him like while she's drinking I don't know it's just something very flirtatious about that that eye contact there and I just I I saw what I saw the fact of the matter is i don't like it so i'm gonna need it to stop um what else is there oh the little ruth girl <laughs> i thought she was gonna be like okay clearly you're smart and i'm smart and i think i'd be useful to you i thought she was gonna do that instead of you owe me a job like bitch you stole from me you got fired you should have known you were gonna get fired who in their right mind would let some random maid steal from them and just not say nothing? You knew when you found that money that you were taking that cash in exchange for a job. So for her to come up to Marty talking about something, you owe me a job and I'm not leaving like bitch bot. Don't make me call the police on you. I can just say you stole something from me and they would believe it because you're a thief. Like him like making her deposit that money like that's not going to be a deterrent for her i don't think so because uh, she clearly don't learn a lesson like you would think that after she stole the twenty thousand dollars she would lay low but nope they don't care her whole family's stupid and she seems like she's i think she thinks she's smarter than she really is like i could be wrong maybe ruth is gonna um 
proved me wrong. But the way she approached him after stealing his money and telling her family to kill him, she just had some caudacity and it just it irritated the shit out of me. It made me not like her. I was rooting for her in this last season. Or I'm sorry, this last episode because I thought she was gonna be that that uh hoodlum hook that Marty needs to take his master plan on the next level, but all she's planning on doing is learning the ropes whatever the hell that means because i don't think what marty does can be taught he's very good with numbers and i don't i mean i we we don't know how smart she is yet but i just don't think she has the same smarts side note her family's stupid as shit like okay so you bought these animals because you're gonna sell them you can't just walk into a, a pet shop and be like okay i have these bobcats for sale like you gotta have a market like granted yes people might pay this amount of money but do you know how to get to these people do you have a way to transfer the funds like you didn't think this through not to mention you didn't even bother to have one male one female you got two females because you're fucking stupid like her family's dumb as hell like you buy nine hundred dollars in fireworks and beer or jack daniels and then you spend money like that you stole that she took because you keep making dumbass decisions with it and you buy wild animals they don't even look they weren't even smart enough to get on the internet to look to see who this cartel guy was that marty had money from that he was holding for so you're gonna tell me that you're smart enough to get on the black web and look for some buyers for these bobcats yeah okay highly unlikely her family's really stupid and I hope they get a little bit more knowledgeable before the end of this uh, series. Because right now, they just seem like they would be the type to accidentally shoot themselves. Like, they just seem so stupid. Like, beyond. And if Ruth is smart, she would get a job, get learn a lot, launder money, and run the hell away from them. Because they are the absolute worst. Like, they're so stupid the kind of stupidity that'll get you fucking killed like because they so dumb they think they smart but they be doing dumb shit like the bobcats I, I when i saw that i about fell out of my chair like i know they lying they did not go spend that money on some damn cats some big bobcats lord have mercy who so I think that's all I have now. Sorry, I am half asleep. I woke up really early today and then I had um, my sister's um, brothers. It's a long story, but she has brothers that are around my son's age because their dad sucks. My sister, my sister and I have different dads. My mom was married three times. So I have, there's three for my dad I'm the youngest then I have a sister that's in the middle and she has her own dad and then my little brother and my little sister the smallest the youngest of the the children my mom's kids have my stepfather my apparently I just found out that my my parent my stepmom my stepdad and my mom are still married but they've been separated for how old is my sister she's 20 no I'm sorry she's 33 they've been divorced for like they were separated for like eight years oh it has to be longer than that because the oldest boy is 11 just turned 11 so he they've been separated for like 11 i would say 11 12 years but they're still married and i didn't know that i just found that out that's neither here nor there but those are my sister's brothers so i guess technically they would be my stepbrothers since we don't have any kind of relationship it doesn't matter but my sister has uh custody of them for a little bit because her dad had a stroke and he was he's a truck driver it was a it was a whole thing so she's been helping with them a lot and i wanted to give her a break and my son hasn't had someone his age to play with in a while so they i was with them and they are exhausting and it makes me remember why i only have one kid it was terrible so i'm exhausted right now like during this podcast feedback i don't even remember what i said like i'm pretty sure i fell asleep six seven times during during my messages see i don't even know the words i don't even know right words right now messages is not the right word but i am not going to start over or delete this or try and edit so you're going to get what you get 
and you're not gonna complain <laughs> I know I need to go to sleep but I wanted to get this out and I still gotta watch 911 and mixed dish Ugh. and I gotta catch up on the good place because apparently I'm like four episodes behind I don't even know how that happened Whew. so I'm gonna get on that because um, I gotta work tomorrow so um, I'm gonna end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So Charlotte does need her ass whooped. Yes, 100%. Pistachio ice cream is definitely in a store where normal people do not shop. (laughs) I've never seen it a day in my life. Butter pecan sounds equally yuck though, because mint chocolate chip is where it's at. I'm typically not a huge fan of nuts in my ice cream, uh, but telling charlotte yes would have been appropriate even at 15 to know what she did and so she takes the appropriate actions in the future but i don't trust her not to have told jonah so telling neither one of them would have been preferred but definitely jonah should not have known anything i do not (laughs) here we go another look you bringing up the whole uh thing with monica is hilarious because i didn't see no looks that rachel was given other than suspicious like this is too good to be true what is your angle what are you up to she wants a legitimate business she's not like the you know if you were to go anywhere else it's fine if your part your investor is a little shady but you're taking someone who's a civilian and you're kind of unwittingly doing stuff with their business and she's taking the money so she's become a co-conspirator in a way which it feels good but there's that part of her in the back of her brain that knows uh can i trust this guy can i not trust this guy it seems too easy and he's taken over so that's what i was reading in her look and then her saying afterwards you know don't give me hope i don't want this to be something you pretend you're invested in and you're not which is exactly what it is so she has every right to be looking at him like that Ruth is the hotel girl she feels like abrasive is the attitude she's had to learn to deal with everybody in her life yes she should get a little bit more maturity but I can see her at this point you know bluffering her way to get her voice heard so of course she would go in and do the exact same thing to Marty but she doesn't know he's a different kind of person And her family did just blow money in one day on a bad investment. So she's stuck having very little choices where money is concerned. And even when she gets some for herself, it's probably taken from her. She's still not right. You're right though. She got herself fired. I don't know why. (laughs) She should have worked on her approach, but she didn't know what her approach should be. But I feel like she has a lot to learn. What is she, 19, 20? is what i feel like she is i will say her motives do seem to me more altruistic than a lot of the characters we have thus far because she says i just want to put money into an investment and get us a home whatever needs to happen to make that happen like me ripping off someone who's already in an illegal business you kind of feel less bad about that than you would about someone who is legitimate like you're already in the smut i'm sure she has a whole lot of ideas on who she thinks martin is and then the illegal pet petting trade or you know if you had watched that horrible horrible documentary (laughs) called um shit i can't remember right now the tiger king yeah so they had the right idea as sad as it sounds because you said they need to set it up get the money it's a straight cash business uh and yes this would be something that would actually have been profitable for them if they were smart enough to get two of the right bobcats because petting and those little tiny little bobcats people pay for that shit and top dollar to do it to get their photos taken with it they pay 200 300 just to pet them so nah the fact that the island had rich tourism every season that gives them they market they just don't know how to cross all their dots and 
in their eyes and then actually three did show them who the navarro cartel was on the internet which convinced them not to bite off more than they can chew because twenty thousand dollars compared to eight million is pennies and he's like yeah well we're gonna take this the least amount possible that you could probably make up in a heartbeat in their eyes and, and that's that those is cute little bobcats though <laughs> i would never but it's exploitation that really is profitable out there and it's something i would have never known about if i hadn't watched that documentary and then kid exhaustion girl i feel that i was like you had a very busy weekend we've all been feeling the exhaustion train but i'm sure that your son appreciated having some playmates because that's what i have to do every third or second weekend is have play and sacrifice my time for the playmate time of the children and they are very destructive in an apartment that's for damn sure that's all the notes i wrote on your feedback so last but certainly not least let's hear what her shyness has to uh has to say about this episode Hey Christina, it's me Shy. I am here to talk about Ozark episode 3. As you know, I had a very, very, very rough week. So Friday night when I got off work, my butt was done. I mean, my head couldn't hit that pillow fast enough. Um, I called myself just shutting my eyes. And next thing you know, it was four hours later but I needed it. I mean, I was struggling Friday. Um, actually, I was struggling the whole week, but it definitely hit me hard um, Friday. So trying to make decisions and, you know, work through issues while you're tired and when your brain is, you know, is lagging or lagging, I said saying that right. Um, is not a good recipe it's not a good not a good thing so yeah anyways i didn't really watch too much tv during the week i watched a little bit i mean i watched a good place but i didn't feel i mean i guess again my brain just wasn't there so i couldn't even put together anything to provide feedback feedback but here we are in this one and I must say, I mean, this was a decent episode. I mean, it was a little long in some areas, lagged a little bit in certain spots, which kind of had me uh, in the beginnings of my eyes glazing over. <laughs> but then something would happen that would pique my interest. So it wasn't too bad. Um, I will say that I don't know if it's because I'm dealing with teenagers myself and right now, sorry, had to pause to fuss at my youngest child, the main one that's getting on my ever loving nerve. The main one that I'm referring to when I'm thinking about Charlotte and this teenage angst crap that they go through. Don't get me wrong, I have good kids. I mean, overall they're amazing kids, they do great. Um, and all that but they are teenagers so <laughs> um that goes without saying that there's going to be some clashing going on from time to time and i have to uh what's the word i have to let them know i'll just put it that way so sometimes they try to get it twisted and i have to remind them and that's when I say that, I, that's what I'm thinking about Charlotte. Cause I'm like, there's no way in hell that my kids are going to be calling me by my first name. That crap would have been nipped in the bud from jump. Not later on in the episode, not, not after the 10th, 12th time she called, you know, you know, they call me by my first name. No, from numero uno, um, that would have been addressed. So, you know, those are the things, you know, again, that just lets you know why Charlotte is the way she is. Um, They just tend to let her run off at the mouth and give her opportunity. I don't know. Give her too much room, in my opinion. So she was aggravating me in the beginning of the episode. But it seems like she 
calm down a little bit towards the end but i don't know if that's just a small reprieve from her angsty ways or she's got tired of being mad i don't know but anyway um i cracked up last week or when um listening to the last podcast for episode two on mimi's uh (laughs) um views on wendy and i will say you know i did there were some things that i missed out on talking about that when i listened to me uh you guys talk it reminded me um and wendy was one of them i mean i don't i'm not as you know (laughs) passionate in my feelings for wendy as mimi was but i definitely she annoys me she definitely does annoy me she annoyed me in episode one and she annoyed me at the end of episode two uh then she did annoy me uh with the with you know punching marty in the face and having the audacity to be you know upset about him being upset him not being upset that her lover was killed like why would you expect him to be upset about that and then in this one she was oh my gosh i mean thank god she did a little something something to keep it for keep me from totally bashing her you know the badass moment with the carcass that she flung at um wyatt um so there was there was one plus and um no i don't i can't if she did something else i don't remember but that's the one that stands out to me but i tell you how in the world are you going to tell your kids something you shouldn't have told them without discussing it with marty and then in this episode she spends the whole time whining about the very thing that she told the kids that she didn't even need to tell them when she was saying they deserve to know oh hell no they didn't they did not deserve to know and first and foremost that's not something you should be telling them because look what happened to jonah what is he doing he's looking up you know the cartel and getting these images in his head on what it's about and that's traumatizing to these kids that that is not something she needed to tell them i mean there is people move all the time for various reasons you could have come up with something (laughs) that you know to i mean i think they even came up with something i'm like why why would that why is that so out of the realm of possibility that he they decide to up and travel to the ozark to a business opportunity people do it all the time entrepreneurship starting fresh wanting something i mean you can tell these kids anything um you know stick close to the truth without saying oh yeah your dad works for a drug cartel i mean come on now and it and so again the fact that she spent most of this episode whining about it and talking about how this is affecting the kids i'm like it's your fault it's affecting the kids it's your fault they're the way they are in this episode so yeah she was really irking me and you know the fact that she was playing the victim and blaming um marty for what she did it's it, it just it again she was trying she was uh like you and united like you said christina and mimi second and i'm a third it like a trump's wife she's just so entitled and so into herself and you know self-centered it was so aggravating i i mean she was really irritating me in this episode you know your life is crazy when you can sit there and watch a grown-ass man walk to the lake butt-ass naked and you just don't even it just you just barely shrug a shoulder i mean he finally marty finally says something um later on but i'm like seriously I mean, first of all, I wouldn't have been living there to begin with. Secondly, no, it, it wouldn't have been an option. I mean, come on now. Anyway, that was so ridiculous. I'm like, can you put some clothes, put some trunks on? No. Like, seriously, you never. Ugh. 
but yeah christina already talked about that dude this misogynistic you know ass white ways then we got the agent which i don't remember his name um but the black guy um his ex-boyfriend comes out and talks to them trying to shake them down to get them to cooperate and i'm like yeah um you'll keep them safe you mean like y'all kept bruce safe i'm like that's not a good selling point <laughs> you know <laughs> when you're telling them oh yeah bruce was our informant and he was murdered I'm like okay uh yeah let me sign me up for that let me let me <laughs> let me work for y'all as well so i'm like that's not a anyway that was dumb of him to sell it like that but not that they would have taken him up on it and then the dude go i don't know why my child is trying me that's the second time he's interrupted me in the past 10 minutes anyways what was i saying um oh yeah then he i'm like you're an fbi agent um i don't understand why you're not picking up on the hint like the dude is an is an asshole he's a prick and I thought that was established in the last episode. So why are you going to the hotel room and thinking that you're going to have a moment? And of course, what the guy said, it makes sense. Like, they know you're an FBI agent. I'm here undercover. How would it look if people saw us together? Like, are you dumb or what? So, uh, I don't know. They, they just had him just act dumb in this episode like he's stuck on stupid clueless however you want to say it and that wasn't a good look for you being supposed to be an fbi agent and knowing your crap what else well i figured ruth was up to no good obviously she you know had made her plans known a little bit more at the end but yeah i'm like nah this girl is too conniving and too manipulative to settle for dishwashing she's definitely got something else up her sleeve what that was um I, you know she talked about but i figured as much that she's trying to get in just you know again that's what con artists do you know they try to get their angle and work it so that's her angle that she's going with and she's gonna work it i think those are the main things that i wanted to talk about um i'm sure there's some other things that happen oh yeah charlotte punching wyatt i mean she again she had her badass moment just like her mom did but then again you know she is annoying as hell as well so i believe that's it so on that note until next time, much love, peace, and black or magic. Queen of the couch, shine. And there are Queen Shots, uh, shots. <laughs> Queen Shots thoughts on the episode. So you liked it, but it lagged. It definitely was a more character driven one, so I can see that. Uh, that ain't angst, girl, with them teenagers. That is straight up caldacity at its peak. And no one is like Mimi say, given the boundaries and thus see we like you pointed out let them know we check that shit immediately it does not even get it doesn't get to pass at all it's not going to happen we got to put them in their place and if that means they piss a little bit in their pants because you got to put the fear of god there then that's how it's got to be don't do that and then i won't have to remind you so I was just recently saying I brought you into this world. I would take your ass out. And who is that? They got a machine shop in the background. Because I want to know who is shaving metal. <laughs> uh, I will say I believe Charlotte is a daddy's girl. I think that's pretty clear. And Jonah feels like the forgotten child by Wendy. Like she was very much I care about my kids. But she was saying Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. I didn't see her check in on Jonah at all. Mimi certainly did not mention Wendy this week, which is surprising. So clearly she didn't annoy her that much. I thought she was rather balanced in this episode. And I think that's going to be interesting. And that makes a good, uh, a good character arc or a good, uh, 
characterizations i should say because i hate just having you know the good guy the bad guy i want to be able to root for wendy one moment and hate her guts the next that's some good ass tv and while they probably can say something about buddy walking around with no clothes on it's also part of the agreement it's part his house so if it's part my house and i want to walk around naked and you agree to live with me then i don't know if there's much you can actually say (laughs) other than can you and him saying no and i don't think it mattered how uh trevor sold it roy just wanted to make a point he didn't actually think they were gonna cave uh but good point that you made like why would i accept witness protection you didn't even protect that other guy Uh, and you was going ham on trevor and i was laughing so hard like boy get yourself together but he is in love right i didn't think he was dumb as much as rejected and clearly compromised emotionally which makes you not do your job the best of your you know he's letting his emotions cloud his judgment and i don't think he would be an fbi fbi agency if he was that shit but he also feels like an underling not someone who's in any huge amount of authority because roy is still running the operation they you should have never got involved in the first place that's on him and you definitely shouldn't have gotten involved with someone who clearly who wants his career over any type of love life and as much as it's easy to be like roy he he's the bad guy in our eyes because he's all dedicated and want to take down the birds he's technically the good guy <laughs> because you got to be a little crazy to go toe-to-toe with some of these mexican cartels and you have to put yourself in a lot of harm's way to get people to flip because that's what it is and that's how a lot of the government because i watched this show called um what was it called i think it was informant or something to that effect but almost all cartel cases are made with informants and flipping information and pointing the fbi in the right direction so we want the we want to be the rooting for the roy guy but he's just a lot to take in (laughs) and he's definitely obsessed but why why shouldn't he be i want to get what i want to get and this this family with a caucasian privilege is sitting here making asses of all of us and i want to bring your asses down i don't even want to bring you down i want to flip you so that i can bring down the actual cartel people they're not interested in the birds you are just people you're 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 the bridge i want to get over the bridge and take down the head of the snake but great feedback both you ladies as always if you want to join in the conversation black or couch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease black or magic